0: A continuation of what we spoke about the last time about the question, what the Al-Turabi is dealing with in the Rambam. So again, just a quick recap of what the point was. The point was, that Rambam learns that the way there is, there's... What, 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 what's the rational explanation to have a relationship between God and creation, between Beira versus Anivra. Khura, based on logic, it should make no sense that there's any connection. So the Rambam introduces the concept of who Hamada that God there is no separation in what in God's essence. God's essence contains the the ability to know and the knowledge itself. So therefore our existence and anything that happens to us is not a separation, is not an external factor that's playing within God's mind, so to speak. It's something that's always there. And as Al Tareba brings from the Rambam, the Dovrzebiholto Yodom Labini al It's something that we can't properly grasp. Because the pasuk itself defines it's impossible to fully grasp God. Now, one of the fundamental arguments on the Rambam was the argument of the morale. The morale in the Sefer Voros Hashem had a very, very sharp um, critique of this Rambam, saying that the Rambam basically is, is like Apocorsus, because he's saying that there's a concept of calling God as Amada, as a yudeya, giving knowledge a title of knowledge to god sounds sounds heretical cuz once you do that you're limiting god and god is infinite even though it's it's like not limiting it because it's within something else as well even though it's part of him it's still defining him you can't give any definition you can't say god has wisdom because that's already saying that god has that criteria or that characteristic if you say a person is smart is that the person? No, no one defines the person as smart. It's a characteristic that the person has. Once you say the person is smart, you're sort of defining the person within his characteristic. But here the Rambam is saying is that this character is God. That's a very big problem, seemingly, right? So the al the in the, in this go, in this um, marginal note, the Al Rebbe here deals with this question, and Al Rebbe explains the concept based on the marak and the kabbalah Sarizal. Let's just explain some basic understandings of it. From a uh, philosophical uh, point, of, from point of view. Even though it's interesting that Tzemachtzedek in the Echmet in Mitzvah when he quotes this maral, he quotes him as Hamakubal. But the truth is, it's interesting, Taka, but the truth is, seemingly, the Rambam there is arguing purely on a philosophical point of view. But what the Rambam, so first we have to understand a few basic ideas. Kabbalah, the system of Kabbalah, what is the system of Kabbalah? The system of Kabbalah is defining, for lack of better words, the anatomy of God. That's what it is. It's the anatomy of God's... Attributes. Yeah. It's the anatomy like a body, like where the legs are, where the hands are, the different parts of the body, right? There's a vart, there's a saying from the Rebbe Rashab, it's quoted in, in Kuntus and Yonash El-Tayas in one of the footnotes, that the Rebbe Rashab differentiated between Chassidus and Kabbalah, that he says, it's not that Kabbalah helps explain Chassidus. Chassidus helps explain Kabbalah, because what's, what's primarily Kabbalah? Kabbalah primarily is, The idea of knowing the anatomy of God. Knowing the anatomy of God is what Kabbalah is. What did Kabbalah come along to tell you? What was the major Chiddush of Kabbalah? The major Chiddush of Kabbalah was, or is, is to understand that there are a, that there's what's called the spheres. That there is, no, Chassidus deals with spheres, but the concept of spheres, the Chiddush, so to speak, of spheres, is an idea that's brought in primarily the ma- Ramak, Moshe Kotevero, in his Pardes. And he ex- explains, there's a about how we look at the spheres, what are the spheres, But this concept called spheres is an idea that's expressed, in, it's, that's explained in Hasidus. What is this concept of spheres? Let's just understand spheres for a minute. So I don't want to into, go into a whole lengthy discussion because this is more of a issue than a whole share, but just to know these basic fundamental points. What is a sphera, what's spheris? Spheris is, the Ur of Hashem merging with the keli. That's what spheres are. Ur is the keli. Now what's Ur and what's keli? So now we have to understand what Ur is and what keli is. I'm talking in general right now. So the Al-Tarebbe actually has a chiddush. And the al says... The surah is the keli with the R and Saturn. Yeah, that's a sphere. So the al explains... a al He has a no, chiddush. There's no other source before the al that says this. And he says that in the very beginning stages of God's koyach to create the world, there were adin ketz. There was an infinite amount of spheros. It means usually we're familiar with the 10 spheros, right? That there's 10 spheros. Teisha, there's, 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 there's 10 not 9, 10 not 11. There's 10. Why 10? Because God chose that there should be 10. But there's ten spheres. There's a concept called at aden ketz. God had an infinite amount of spheras he could have chosen from and he chose to limit it to ten spheres. What is the idea, though, of a sphera? What's the concept of a sphere? It's ur and keli merging. What's, what's ur, what's keli? When, when the world exploded, there there's no spheras? The world, the physical existence of the world, comes bef- way after spirits yeah oh you're talking about the the, 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 the worlds before Atcillus what happened was there was there was a working there was trying to create a working mes- mechanism the elements of toyu of that the elements of toyu what happened was the earth were too strong and therefore the earth did not allow a proper merging with the Kali. There wasn't an equilibrium, an equal balance between the two. The Ur wanted to do its own thing, which is B R. That's what the Ur wanted. It just wanted to be light, and the Kali couldn't handle the light, it was too much. Like certain people, the certain personalities, that they're predominantly Ur, that they just have a tremendous amount of brain capacity, but they don't have too much Kali. So they're a little bit nuts, right? Because they have too much Eris, we call them people from Tayu. So that, those are the worlds of Tayu. The first world that enabled there to be a proper fusion of Eris with Kaelam is the world of Atsilos. That's why Atsilos is known as Eilam Hatikun, Literally, the world that has a proper system, it works together. So Eilam Hatikon is Eilam Atsilos because in that world is the fusion of Er and Kaelam. But what does Er mean? What's Kaelin? What are these two ideas Aksilos talks about so much? So, f- first we have to differentiate in Ur between Ur and Shefa. Okay, so this is a little philosophical, but uh, I think it's, we're, we, we can handle this idea. What's Shefa? So let's give an example of a teacher, right? The teacher who's teaching, he has to exert a certain amount of energy. He has to invest a certain amount of energy of himself into what he's teaching, into the information that he's teaching, into the students that he's teaching, in order for there to be a relationship between the teacher and the student right? That is the concept of Shefa. Shefa is when there is an exchange of energy. There's a certain amount of energy that's been given off from the teacher and being or trying at least to being um, given over into the student, right? So now what do you have on the one hand? On the one hand you have a certain real essence of the teacher giving himself off, right? But that essence becomes removed from the teacher, it becomes disconnected from the teacher and it gets it becomes as a, an energy of its own. It becomes like an energy for itself, and that energy now is being put into into the student, into into the receiver, right? Let's take for example kinetic energy. So kinetic energy is if you wind something up very tightly, what is going to happen? It's going to unravel very right? You produce a tremendous amount of energy. That was the original, uh, the, original, uh, the original clock makers. How does a clock work? Works with kinetic energy. You kind of have to rewind it because they built up, you build up energy in it, so now we have batteries that have energy. In those days, they used kinetic energy. That's, that's, that's the, it's, there's a, the law of conservation. I'm sure you're familiar with these laws. It's the pressure. So what happens is, it's the pressure buildup of energy, so that energy needs to release. So if you know how to measure that energy properly, it could be released. In, in a timely fashion, and that's how you have the, the clock, the tick tock work, right? The original tick tock. Um, so, this idea this is the idea of something giving off energy and therefore being removed from the thing itself. It's no more the thing itself. That's called Shefa. Then there's such a thing called Ur. Ur is not any energy being transmitted, Ur is merely a natural, as it's called in Chzidzaderech Memela. Happening. I'll give an example. I could see all you people in this room and you could all see me. Am I doing anything for you to see me? Is there any energy given been given off for you to see me? Energy. There's no I'm not giving off any energy. But well, we're giving off our own energy to see you. You're not giving off any energy. It's a natural flow. It's something that just shines, so to speak. It's literally like shines. So Chassidus likes using the language ur, because ur is the best way, the best mushroom we can use of that is like the sun and the sunlight. Does the sun have to use energy? Is the sunlight? light? Okay, so here it comes a little tricky, because the Sholem doesn't actually play out within the real physical, scientific knowledge that we have. So scientifically we know that the sun does produce energy, and therefore the sunlight is an energy of the sun. But if we would just focus on a very primitive view of the sun with sunlight, it just seems like there's a sun. As soon as the sun is in the sky, there's light. When the sun sets below our eyes, and there isn't light. And that's, that's the concept of just something being there, and that itself creates a light. So or, in the Chsidus, the words are, or is dovuk <laughs> b'mekoi um ni um, it's, it's 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 it represents the the source of the thing itself so when you see me you're seeing me you're not right who's me is it the physical person it's not necessarily the physical person but the physical person is being seen right that's an aura of the person that's something that you could see of who i am right what happens if i can make myself self-invisible you won't able to see me right that means i'll take away the R. will i still exist I could still exist, it's just that the R won't be there. So my existence is not dependent on whether you could see me or not. I could exist independent of whether you could see me. But the way you could see me is the R. Is this making sense to people? Yeah? So the idea of R is this concept of creating something that, or allowing for something to um, give off of itself. Allow for itself to just be able to be observed, to be revealed. Gilui, revelation. For there to be some sort of revelation of of, of something, in terms of in terms of God, God has the Or of God, the 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 light of God. The light represents since God's natural existence, it would be as if God just is there. Automatically, everybody would know of God. That would be the concept of Or. That just like you see me, you see the table because there's a natural, the ability to see, that creates the ability for these things to exist, for me to relate, to see them. So to God, God's existence, so to speak, the existence of God will be seen through the R. The R of God will just flow forth. Now, God being God, what type of R does God have? He has an infinite R. It's an R ain't soif. So take, for example, if you have, let's say, a... Uh, 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 hose, right? And you take the hose, and you put the hose on its full force, and you take a little cup of plastic cup, and you put the hose to the plastic cup, what's gonna happen to the plastic cup? Oh. It'll explode, because it can't handle it, right? The, 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 to the cup, the, the water is like an infinite power that destroys the limitations of that cup, right? They just can't handle it, right? So, or, the infinity of God has no way really to be captured. So therefore, if God would have, so to speak, just left his ability to be seen. So imagine a person that his presence, you know, the post says by, <laughs> by Moshe Rabbeinu, that Moshe's face was so radiant when he came down from the mountain that people couldn't look at him. His natural glow was so radiant that people couldn't look at his face. So what did he do? He put on a mask. Right? That's the original source of the mask. He put on a mask. And he put on a mask, and therefore people didn't see that that... Natural um, people didn't see that 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 the disposition that 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 energy. It was a concealment of the energy. So 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 what's the idea of R? R is a is a reflection. Put on a physical mask to block out spiritual light. No, it was actually a physical radiation. It radiated a physical. The Gemara says that was another thing, right? (laughs) That the 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 the, 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 yeah. It says, it's a, you could see, you could tell a person when a person, you ever saw, you ever heard the expression, you're glowing today, right? So obviously it doesn't blind the person because you're glowing, but it's, you could see in a person when they're excited, when they're happy, right? The expression, that's or. It just, it's, it's, it's impossible for it not to be there, right? If you learned something or you did something that makes you feel very good, there's a beaming energy coming out of you, okay? That's an or. Now imagine that's amplified by a thousand times, right? It's too contagious. It's very contagious. It's very hard to handle. It's very hard to deal with. So that's the idea of an ur. Er. OR, er, therefore, is an extreme. It, 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 it's basically the moor, the source of the light. The source of the light is, i open the door. The source of the light is very, very, is, is obviously infinite. So therefore, the light itself is infinite. The light is just, The light is just shining forth and just exploding. So what did God have to do in order? So so now one second. So now this 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 level of R, is what is what the Mukubalim started introducing to us. In other words, Kabbalah began to Kabbalah started to tell us that there's a concept called R. Now it sounds. To us now, it sounds very intuitive, right? Because we just gave an example. If a person exists, there'll be a natural radiance of the person that every person could detect, right? So R will be something that we could all relate to. Should We should all be able to experience an R, right? But the Kabbalah, the Chiddush of Kabbalah was to explain that God, in the, in the natural state, God has the state of R. This R is just beaming forth, and as a result of this R beaming forth, there is what's produced through the R is the expressions of God. What is? How does God express himself? So God then shows ten spheres to fully express that self. Like for us, if I want to express who I am, so then I could just be here and my presence could just give off a certain energy, right? Or I could have a way of channeling myself in a way of intellect or in a way of emotions, in a way of kindness, in a way of severity, in a way of analyzing in a way of creativity, right? There's different forms of how you'll you'll observe me. There'll be certain ways you'll observe how I'm acting. Right? And so the ten spirits are used to understand godliness? Right. So the, the but, are used to Megala anyone's are. Right. The spirits are used to Megala anyone's are. But, but that God, that's because we are created in the ima- in the image of God. Because we're channeled out. Right. since if, we're created the Et If God's light is so like unfathomable and like Unable to understand, that how their spirit is going to help us understand it. You can oh, oh, manifest that into oh, physical. So that's the that's the concept of Caleb. We didn't get to Caleb yet. We're going to have to discuss how Caleb we plays a role. Up, oh, yeah. So, so in other words, so, so we explain the difference between Or and Shefa. Or, there's no there's no there's no force. There's nothing. There's no energy investing into something. Or is natural. It just comes out. It's just there. Shefa is when there is a a energy that has to be given off. There's one thing that merges both together, that has so the mile of the R is that the R is a complete reflection of the essence of the thing. It reflects the thing purely. There's, there's no objective of the R. The R is the repre- representative of the Mar. It's the it's the, it's the representative of the source. So there's no there's no motivation in the R other than just to show what the Mar is. It's both- they both are. The Shefa requires effort. Right. So what's the difference? The Shefa, therefore, is one step removed from so the essence itself. Is more natural. Shefa is more worked for. Right. And therefore it's not the essence itself. What would be an example of Shefa, you're saying? I and said, that, like a teacher. A teacher go? has to break down in his head, how yeah. to think of the information, give it over to the student, so he's channeling a certain energy in him to give it off. Yeah. There's one muscle used in Chesidahs that really combines r and Shefa together. And that is the concept of having semen produced from the body. That it's the essence of the Father in a way of giving off energy. So you have like an Ur and Shefa combination. That's why that is the ultimate example of creation, is the concept of a Where child is, like, being born. Torah the Shefa. So usually we call Torah as a Shefa, correct? Because there's like certain energy, so to speak. But, at the, but Chassidus explains, based on Kabbalah, that really the Torah the is really an Ur. So that's the concept of Ur yeah batura right so, so there's a lot to talk about over here I'm, I'm literally talking about a topic that is page filled with thousands of pages of sus. I'm trying to like condense this information as short as possible so that's the concept of R now once you have R now you have a problem because if you dif- if you're dealing with an infinite or it's impossible for anybody to really see it it's re- revealing itself but no one could re- receive that receive that that inf- than infinite other. Like I said, it's like putting the no, holes to a plastic cup. Or can be a level, Shepha. No, Shepha can be a level. Shepha is not. right. Or is just natural. It's boom. No level, right. Right. So for that, they needed a past process called Tzimtzum. That's the Kiddush of the Arizal. They needed a process of Tzimtzum. But before we get to Simpson which will have to be tomorrow's class, we'll have to explain, we have to say one more point. The point of recognizing Or is recognizing is Or is not God himself, but Godliness. We have to know the difference there's God and godliness there's the essence and then there's the radiation from the essence which is the R that allows. like I said my giving my the fact you could see me is my R. it's 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 not me myself because I could if I would hypothetically be able to to make myself invisible I could still exist right I could still exist but you were not able to see me so R is the godliness it's the revelation of God Okay? Then, what we have to talk about is Tsimsum. And once we understand the process of Tzimtzum, we can understand how Or er merges with Kalim. If we understand how Or er merges with Kalim, we can begin to understand the Rambam and how the Rambam makes sense to say that God is the knowledge and God is the knower. But we'll talk about that in Hashem uh, tomorrow.